Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Well, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show. It's Liverpool versus Sheffield United at Anfield, even though my agenda says Wolves. Uh, we've done that one already. It's the first game of a new decade, 2020. Let's start how we mean to go on. I'm joined by Ross, by Adam and by John for this one. Um, Sheffield United was one of the hardest games we've had this season, wasn't it? Yep, uh, and they've proved it against other teams as well. Very well organised, well drilled, um, confident in their own ability uh, and currently eighth in the league. So, you know, they're no pushovers, are they? I think, you know, Chris Wilder's done a great job with them um, and, you know, they've carried on for a sustained period. I don't think it's one you can take lightly. Probably similar to Wolves, I, I expect them to set up defensively and go, go for counter-attacking football. Um, but also, I think you have to take into consideration they'll also be shattered, mm. as well as us. Well, that's it. I mean, the FA and the Premier League have obviously been in cahoots, haven't they, Adam? And, you know, they've got Manchester City softening up our opponents at this part of the season for us, um, which has been nice of them. Uh, we thank Manchester City, we thank the Premier League and the FA for that. Um, Manchester City beating Sheffield United by two goals to nil last time out. They should be knackered and we should have a big enough squad to be able to deal with them. You would hope so. Um, they're a good side, but they are a lot better at home. If, uh, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but I, I believe the home record. I love the way Adam, Adam went straight to the comments instead of asking us. He knew that we wouldn't know the answer to that and just yeah. went, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, please. Do you know what? If you knew the difference <laughs> in the home and away form to a T of Sheffield United right now, I'd be a bit disappointed in you that you're not spending more time looking at the league table for us. Um yeah, I, I'm as far as I'm aware, they're, they're a better side at home. It's not going to be an easy game because we've like the players are goosed, aren't they? Like it's been a long, long December, a fruitful December, but a long one. So um, I think this is another Wolves. It's about just getting a, a goal when we can and getting it over the line by any means possible, um, and then we go again the week after once we've got the the, the small inconvenience of a derby out the way. John, um, Sheffield United play, obviously they play that sort of 3-5-2, don't they? And they gave us real trouble by, I think, isolating Joel Matip last time out. Yeah. You know, they played that ball in behind Trent Alexander-Arnold and isolated Matip. You'd imagine their tactics would be <coughs> the same as last time because exactly it worked the well. the same. Everyone tries that, don't they? And um, it's not as successful a ploy as um, you would think. Um, but it, w- it does cause a few flutters. Uh, and I watched them uh, only on match of the day playing City, and they are played City for a long, long period. That's first half by the looks of it, and those two forwards gave them lots of trouble. Um, so that would be interesting. Uh, I, I, and I, I agree with the comment about you know Wolves is going to be very like that. Mm. 
you know, a, a, a decent, solid team with belief in themselves. And um, I think they will be quite tough to beat. I think we've, we've got our own injury concerns. We obviously talked about it on the final word. So, Ross, obviously, Fabinho, we know about uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain. There's a concern over Shaqiri right now as well. Um, we haven't got much in the way that we can rotate the fullbacks. Obviously, James Milner could come in. We got obviously we brought Minamino in, but he's not allowed to play in this game. They're not he's not eligible for this game week. Um, Nat Phillips, I'm not 100% sure whether he's able to start. If he is, he's probably going to make the bench because we've got no centre halves there behind Gomez and Van Dijk. Liverpool now it feels like, to me anyway, uh, are playing our best side until the Everton game, and I think I think we're going to rotate in the Everton game. But can you see him rotating in this one, or do you think he, yeah, he makes them go one more time? I, I think definitely one or two, one or two changes for this one. I think Kendo's played a lot of football. I was quite surprised to start against Wolves, but you're right, we're in that position where we don't have that many bodies. I see Cater, Milner, Genie midfield, okay, potentially, um, and I think. I don't want to drop one of the front three, but I think you need freshness in there at some point. I think Divock Origi's got to step up and come in and play a role where it's 4-2-3-1 or 4-3-3. I think if Minamino was available, he'd be starting as yeah. well. I, like, I think he'd, he'd come in for Salah and Firmino. I think Mane plays every game, really, because like, he's uber fit. Um, but yeah, I think Origi comes in probably for Firmino in this game. Any changes in the midfield, John? I would definitely change the midfield, yeah. I'm not sure whether he will rest Henderson or not. With the, he will rest him definitely against Evan. But um, you know, I, I, I see the change. I see the only changes that's coming in midfield. I think the defence will pick itself. Uh, and if Nat Phillips is going to get a game, that's going to be in the derby, isn't it? I would have thought. And I think the front three will probably play. Um, but the midfield, definitely. I, I think... Um, Cater didn't start against Wolves, so he'll get a start. And I think Milner will probably come in and get a start. And then it's whether Ginny or Hendo gets the, the, the defensive midfield role. And, you know, toss a coin, I don't think uh, it matters too much. I'd like to see Harvey Elliott on the bench again. I know he was there yesterday because Shakir was injured. Shakiri's not fit. I think if the, if the timing's right, I think he can get him on for 10, 15 minutes because I think he's so explosive, he's so dangerous. He might be something that's required against Sheffield United in a plain low block. Football, what a position that is to be in. Where oh, we're not just talking about like giving, throwing a bone to a young kid, saying against Sheffield United we might need this twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good we think he is. <laughs> He's quite, like when we went to the Villa game, he was obviously the the major bright spark. I mean, he was absolutely brilliant. Every time he picked the ball up, the fact that he's going over to the crowd and he's trying to g them up, and he's like a sixteen-year-old lad and he's g'ing the crowd up and stuff. Just superb. I can't wait to see him. And hopefully, it is like three 0 and we bring him on rather than you, yeah. rather than the other way around where we're looking to need a goal or something. But uh, I'm going to ask something we don't normally ask on the uh, uncensored match build-up show, but. Who is going to be your key man, Ross, in this game? Naby Keita. Naby Keita. Yeah. Again, low block side. I think past couple of weeks we started to see his form, what it was at Leipzig, of taking people on, doing a couple of step overs, and you know the ability to play on the front foot, which I don't think we've seen for previous months in his game. I think again, I just mentioned the Harvey Elliott. I think being able to unlock a defence is what he's got in his locker. What about you, Mane? Mane again. He always just seems to be at the moment, doesn't he, and John? I think, I mean, I, I, I like Manny as a shout, but I think it's difficult to see past Trent. He has more of the ball than any of the player we have. 
not not Yesterday against. Was, it was every pass. Not against the three-five-two though. He doesn't quite get the space, does he? Unless we played, uh, unless we play a four-five-one again, which I, we might actually because we did have trouble against these earlier in the season. Um, and I think the United game changed how we approach teams who play with a five because the teams who are playing with a five against us are doing it to stop our wing-backs bombing on, aren't they? Um, I think this is the type of game that Trent is tested in. I don't want to say struggles in, but they, they, they test him in these games and I think he'll be fine. But I think he's not going to quite have the impact in this game that he did in Leicester. I don't think he's going to get the space that James Madison handed him by, you know, <laughs> playing left wing from the 10 position. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was baffling, that, to be honest. I think I'd go with Naby Keita, I think, for sort of a mix of both reasons. I think, you know, they'll look to stifle Trent and hopefully that opens up a little bit of space over on that right-hand side for Naby. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is Liverpool have played... Half the, half the games in the league now, we've played 19 games, we've won 18 of them, we've drawn one and we haven't lost a single game. Uh, I put something out on Twitter uh, on Monday morning. It is Monday, right? Yeah. It's Monday, it's it Monday, Monday. yes, yeah, Sam. Uh, I put something out on Twitter on Monday morning um, saying that Liverpool have now had two of the top five ever best first halves to a season. If, that, if you can follow that. Yeah. After half a season, you know, we've had 55 points. Manchester City in 17-18 had 55 points. So as a little bit of a discussion, someone tweeted me back and said, that's because the league is shit and because the standard of football has gone lower than anything. And I wanted to sort of open that up to everybody. And John, is it because the teams around us are shite or are Liverpool just brilliant? No, I do think City have actually raised the bar and I think we've followed them. I do think at the top of the Premiership now, you've got two of the best teams they've ever been in, in English football. Um, and I, I, feel, I accept that lower down, we may be seeing some dross. But, you know, you look at the quality of Wolves yesterday and um, you know, Leicester, you know, there are teams bubbling under now. You know, it's, not, it's no longer Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool. There are three or four others who are challenging for that. So to say that the, the football is terrible now is definitely wrong. Uh, although there is some dross further down. There's always going to be dross in the league, though, Adam, isn't there? It's for me. I think what John's driving at is that it's more competitive now, so more teams can win games against your Man Cities, your, your Liverpools, your Chelsea. Although no one can win against Liverpool so far. Um, your Chelsea's, your Arsenal's. That for me, we're, we're coming up against. And what we're doing now is, you know, 55 points after 19 games against the most expensively assembled squads the Premier League has ever seen. Yeah, it's absolute nonsense to suggest that the league's weak. It's the strongest it's ever been. Like, there's a reason teams like Leicester and Wolves are, are fighting with the rest of the top, top big six, whatever you want to call them. Last year, we had four English European finalists. Like... Conversation over. Like, are you telling me that it's just convenient that Liverpool have come good and the whole of European football is shit at the same time? It's not. It's just that the league is. But take us out the league. If Liverpool aren't in it, it's a very, very competitive league. And you're looking at Leicester, Man City, Chelsea, and even United would fancy their chances at maybe getting the title this year. It, it's a very, very, very competitive league. It just so happens that this <laughs> Liverpool side 
are the absolute dogs bollocks and, they, and they, we're bouncing everyone the t- Liverpool and City as well they win games now that they used to draw yeah. that's the big difference I, I think John's right on on the narrative being because it's not Man United and Arsenal that are doing well which is you know they've been in the top six for God knows how long in the Premier League that's where the narrative coming from of it's dross their dross by their own standards, not the rest of the league. Don't get, people aren't giving enough credit to the Leicester Wolves, Sheffield United, who at the start of the season you'd never have said they'd be in those positions. Well, they are by their own merit, not because everyone else is shit, because they work hard and they do get the points that's required. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, the great Manchester United sides are were never on pace to do what we did last season. You know, none of those Manchester United sides garnered more points than we ever got in any of their league wins in the Premier League. I remember Leicester. When, but- Leicester are on course there on a points per game basis for a, a, an average title winning side. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Leicester won it with 81, didn't they? Yeah. Maybe something like yeah. that. So they're no. on course for that. But I remember when we'd been challenging, thinking we need to get 42 points in this half of the season if we're going to. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Have a chance. 42 points, and we've just got 55. You know, just ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely crazy, and, and I think I, I, I did a little bit of research and went back to 17-18, the season Man City were Centurions. 17-18, that's a long way back, That's 200 years. The, 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 200 years. <laughs> <laughs> City were 13 points ahead of Manchester United that season at the halfway point. We're 13 points ahead of Leicester. No one was saying that they were shit then, though the rest of the league was shit. They were rightly lauding Manchester City for having a great side rush. 
Yeah, because they were playing incredible football. And again, it just comes back to the other teams that are in and around the league. I think everyone had to give City credit. Maybe some people didn't because the amount of money that they spent, but they were taking away from the quality of football they were playing, or they were like deserving winners of, of each and every game. Just because Sheffield United from Wolves don't necessarily play attractive football, it's not a, it's not a disservice to them, is it? It's, just, it's, it's, it's against, it's their own merit. Yeah. And the thing is, the other thing that baffles me more than anything is what I like about the Premier League and why I love it so much is obviously Liverpool playing it first and foremost, but the sides play all different types of ways. You know, you've got sides who prefer long balls. You've got sides who are low block. You've got sides who are possession based. If you if you try and compete with, got sides who do both. Yeah, you, yeah. You got <laughs> if you look at the La Liga, for the most part, every team tries to play like Barcelona or Real Madrid, and they're just not good enough. The players are not in the same league. Awesome. And, uh, you know, but then that's what happens. Big gaps form when you try and play the same way, but your players aren't as good. Teams in the Premier League, Wolves being a, a, a great example, love to play counter-attack and football and can get results because they're playing a different way to the side. If they tried to play like Man City, they wouldn't be anywhere near as good because their players aren't quite as good. So I think it's I think it's a brilliant league to watch. I think it's absolute horseshit to say that the rest of the league isn't competitive. Let me know your thoughts. In the past, they used to they used to get the Sam Allardyce type um, way of playing Liverpool, which was defend for seventy five minutes and then throw someone on and hope that you might snatch something. Now they actually come like wolves with a game plan that actually might work. You know, I mean, the, the quality is much higher. I think the the, the fear of Manchester City's declining as well. Obviously, because done the season, I think teams. Whether it was insurance, I'd lost the game for a ball was kicked. Whereas now, I think they're sniffing blood with all the injuries that they've got and the fact that people are taking points off them. And again, people with confidence like Wolves have beat them twice. Well, they've got the confidence in their own ability to go, actually, we can take this team on now. Whereas I don't think that was the case two, three seasons ago. And maybe it split a little bit. At Liverpool, okay, Wolves gave us a game yesterday, but maybe some teams are going, nah, I'm all right here. They're beaten before they take to the field, and that's a testament to what Liverpool have done. Anyway, here's a clip from the final word show that I've mentioned. Uh, it was a good show uh, talking about Liverpool beating Wolves. Um, so have a little look at that right now. The problem is you can't change it now halfway through the season. But then no. again, like Crouch tweeted the other week, like he'd have been outside for everything. You're going to punish someone for having bigger feet than someone else. And also, Sunes is counteracting himself because he said you can't be a little bit pregnant, so you can't be a little bit offside. You're either offside or, or you're not. The way it is now. The, the, the way, way it is now. Yeah, I think the law needs to change. But also VR has just highlighted how terrible the referees are in this country and how they, they can't run it. And I think Conor Cody's post-match thing was excellent yesterday. I was saying there's no communication between the players and the referees about what's going on. They haven't updated the players since the start of the season, what's going on with VAR, why they make decisions and stuff. I think there's a little bit more understanding if they, if they talk, well, talk to them about I it. I wouldn't want to don't. support referees, but there's no referee in the world could tell you that was offside yesterday. So. On the decision, the way the decision was made, not a referee in the world could have seen that. No. So you have to have something that's a referee has a chance of getting right. Yeah. So it has to be something like feet or daylight or you know something that's obvious to a referee. You can't be millimeters or the guy's armpit. It's yeah. Okay, we're going to get into the preferred 11s and score predictions. Uh, we might touch upon rival fixtures. In fact, we will. Uh, we made a big joke of how there were no rivals last time out. There probably still isn't, but we'll talk about all the other sides that are below us in the Premier League. Um, so, preferred 11s. Uh, I'll start with you first on this one, Adam. What would you prefer Klopp to put out? Um, I think the back five picks itself. I think I'd give Salah the game off and have Origi in there. Mm-hmm. What would you um, do with Mane? Would you move him to the right? Or for me, to the right Mane 9, what would you do? I don't really mind 
I just I think Salah probably needs a rest now. Mm-hmm. He's just him or Firmino is going to miss this game, I think. Um, and I I think I'd rest Salah because I just think Firmino is too important to drop. Um, and Firmino's in form at the minute, so I'd keep him in the side. And then midfield three, I'd have Keita, Wijnaldum and Milner and give Henderson the game off as well. Okay. John, what about you, mate? I'm the same, except I'm, if it's preferred 11, I always prefer the front three, so I'll go with that. Uh, midfield, the same as Adam. Uh, give Henderson the rest. Bring Milner and Keita back in for this, for a start and keep Wijnaldum back back. Four the same. Is anyone thinking we rotate heavily and Ross go big against Everton in the cup? Uh, I don't think we can afford to rotate heavily because I think there's enough bodies in there. I think you're also run the danger of in the form that we're in. I think there's probably a case to say you could do and you, if you drop points, but in this momentum that we're in, the fact that we can extend the gap even further potentially with, with another game in hand, I don't see why you still get this. Don't get the lead done as soon as you can. Okay. My, so, my team's the same as them too. I, I think Origi will start. I prefer the front three, but I think Salah will deserve a rest. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably play Origi left, Mane right, Firmino up top. I'd definitely give Salah the, Salah the game off. If I could, I might actually look to give Centre game off, personally, and maybe throw Milner in there, just because I know he's probably going to get one against Everton, but I feel like... What would you feel three be then? Probably Wijnaldum, Cater, and Henderson. I just feel like he's still only 21 and he plays so <coughs> much football that just to give him a week off, I'd probably just do that. And I know how important he is, and that's probably why I'd give him a game off. And also, I know that Sheffield United are probably going to look to play him yeah, behind. It'll be a tough game for him. A week off after that game, after Sheffield. They'll have 10 days off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just might prefer the 11, John. <laughs> well, it's wrong. Uh, okay, uh, score predictions, John Machin. 2 0. 2 0. 2 0. 1 0. 1 0. There you go. Clean sweep for Liverpool once again. Uh, let me know your score predictions in the comments section below. Don't forget to smash that like button. Uh, go and check out Adam Rowe's tour. He'll be in Liverpool around February or something. Thursday the 20th of February, uh, but it's going all over the UK as well. AdamRowe.co.uk forward slash shows uh, and a new podcast starting on Friday the 7th of January called Have Our Word, which is on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Get you. Yeah, it's a dream, isn't it? What are you going to be talking about? Anything. Just chatting shit with me, mate. Just trying to make it funny. Is he a comedian as well? Yeah. He's the lad you've seen open for me at the arena. Oh, brilliant. He was fucking superb. He's that good, isn't he? He was brilliant. So funny. Not quite as good as you. He was a good yeah. fluffer. Fuck you, Dan. He was a good fluffer. <laughs> fluffer? Yeah, he got everyone ready. Kept us ready. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Fluffer is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, move on. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching, and we'll You're see you next time. You're not doing rival fixtures? Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every goddamn time. Chelsea play Brighton. Who wins that? Brighton. Brighton? <laughs> Chelsea. Brighton. Brighton? Really? Yeah. Why? I just think Brighton are a good side and I think Chelsea are so hot and cold and they've just won the last game so they'll lose this one. Yeah, Brighton won 2-0 as well, didn't they? But they played yeah. Bournemouth, to be fair. So, Chelsea. Uh, I'll go Chelsea as well. Tottenham, Southampton. Draw. I go 2-all on that one. Tottenham. Tottenham. Draw. Um... Pep Guardiola versus what's his name, Mr. Carlo, fantastical Mr. Carlo. What? 
Carlo Fantastico, Mr. Magnifico. Who wins that? City, Everton. City will win that. Draw. Draw? City. At the Etihad, Everton get their ass handed to them. I'm saying like 4-0 to Manchester City. And then that just starts the decade in the just the most perfect <laughs> way for Everton. Finishing it. They're just, they're just shit and they will continue to be shit. Uh, Arsenal, Manchester United. Wow, that used to be one of the biggest games in Premier League history and now I just couldn't care less who wins. The battle for sixth place. I say Manchester United's transom. Yeah, I, I say Man United win by a three-goal margin. I think it'll be 5-2. Ooh. But don't that? you think Arteta's going to sort that defence out, no? What, no. <laughs> I don't think Arteta <laughs> is going to all of a sudden become a defensive mastermind. But he's got and Steve Bold there, hasn't he? Like Mustafi, House and Trough playing him. Mate, I think they probably should be thinking about Steve Bold. They, they, they had the Mr. Defensive Coach under Wenger, they got him in, didn't they, to sort it out, and that didn't work, and then he kept him throughout Emery, and that didn't work, so I'm sure he'll still they, be They keep getting Arteta. coaches in and no players. Yeah. So they need to buy a couple of centre-halves. I know. The big, why did they spend £72 million on a winger who starts on the bench and not by a defender? Under three managers now as well, there must be something going on there. Yeah. Mate, they need to sort the goalkeeper out after the last game as well. I know he's I know he's been good for them this season, but that's horrendous goalkeeping by Leno. Yeah, yeah. and we know and we know horrendous goalkeeping when we see it. And yeah, we know it yeah. better than anybody. Anyway, that actually is the end of the show. Like the video, subscribe <laughs> to the Red Men TV. We'll see you next time. Ta-ra. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.